Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. Hi Matt, how are you going? I'm very well, thank you Neil. So we're broadcasting from our main hall at the church today? In the main auditorium. Yep. What a lovely view. It's nice, eh? Hey? see if, the cross up the front. only people could see what we see. Yeah, they can if they go online and look at the podcasts. Or well, they could come in Not person. podcasts. Yeah, they could come in Wildwood person. Road, Howard Springs, Northern Territory, Australia. 9.30am. Every Sunday except for Christmas Day and Why is that, Neil? Christmas Day is what, Neil? 9am. 9am. So a little bit earlier so we can all come and it just helps us to get home a bit earlier for lunches, etc, etc. Awesome. And it just happens to be on a Sunday this year. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. And so there you go. Sunday is Christmas Day on the, what, 24th? I don't even know. Twenty fifth, man. Twenty fifth. I knew it was the twenty fifth. Yeah, you did. I was just checking you. Yeah. Yep. So, Matt, I um, apparently I talked a really long time on the weekend. I heard a rumor. Forty seven minutes. Forty seven minutes and some seconds, I believe. Did that include the quiet meditation time? Oh. Yes. Yeah, Actually, yes, it did. But that was only like you said you were going to go for a minute, and I reckon it was only about thirty seconds. Mm. So yeah. anyway, either way, it was long. It was long. No, everyone said that didn't seem like it was long at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it wasn't long. Not that you were listening. You, I wasn't listening. Else. I had, I had um, cherubs on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so I'm I'm <laughs> eager I'm eager to hear really Neil to spend this time with you and to to recap your message and to actually hear it for the first time. I'm mm. I'm excited. Good. Yeah. Good. 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 So we looked at Acts chapter twenty-seven. Yep. Paul's final journey off to Rome, and he was a prisoner, and he was being escorted by Julius, his guard, uh, on a ship. Yep. And then they went to another port, jumped ship. Onto another ship. So I remember hearing this story when I was young and they would talk about, you know, the slaves and the Roman galleys and tied up and the prisoners, but it actually wasn't like that at all. When I read through this story, it was a trading ship and they jumped on with other people. Mm. Um, And, yeah, so Paul actually had a fair bit of freedom in one of the ports. They let him out to visit his friends and so that they could attend his needs if he had anything he wanted. So he's obviously quite well trusted, even as a prisoner. But the boat had a, a lot of variety of people on it. So it would have had the sailors, uh, the owners of the ship, the passengers. So Luke was also on this journey who wrote the book of Acts. And he was a doctor. Yeah. And he was a free person. So he wasn't a prisoner. Yeah. yeah he was accompanying Paul on this journey. So, And the soldiers as well. So you had this whole big group of people. And, yeah... It's an interesting story, and I love Acts because it it is a story. It's the story of the early church and the things that happen. And if you read it, it's pretty interesting, don't you reckon? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Great story. Yeah. So even as I was reading through this this story of the last journey and the shipwreck that they were about to enter into, you can just sort of picture it, you know. Like, and and we looked it up last week. Um, the the distance that they travelled in the storm that they were about to hit. Yep. Um, and it was over two thousand kilometers. Yeah, it's a long way. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I really didn't think there was that actually that much distance in the Mediterranean. In the Mediterranean, where they were sailing, so you know, mm. good to put all that in perspective. And yeah, because it was a two-week storm. 
yeah. you know, about to hit. So the point of my message on Sunday is really this is about the people in the boat and just how God's saving hand saved them all from death. Yeah. Uh, but they had to be obedient to it. Um, so Paul initially said, guys, don't sail on. They'd already got behind in their journey and they were jumping boat and they wanted to get to their destination, but it was the time of the year when there were storms around. So Paul gave the advice, don't go. I don't know whether that doesn't say whether that was a word from God or just him thinking, hey, guys, it's dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Maybe both. Um, Anyway, starting from verse 13, I will read it. When a light wind began blowing from the south, the sailors thought they could make it. So they pulled up anchor and sailed close to the shore of Crete. But the weather changed abruptly and a wind of typhoon strength called a northeaster burst across the island and blew us out to sea. The sailors couldn't turn the ship into the wind, so they gave up and let it run before the gale. We sailed along the sheltered side of a small island named Cowder, where with great difficulty we hoisted aboard the lifeboat being towed behind us. Then the sailors bound ropes around the hull of the ship to strengthen it. They were afraid of being driven across to the sandbars of Sirtis, off the African coast. So they lowered the sea anchor to slow the ship and were driven before the wind. The next day, as gale force winds continued to batter the ship, the crew began throwing the cargo overboard. The following day, they even took some of the ship's gear and threw it overboard. And the actual word in that little passage just there says that we even by our own hands threw it over. So Luke and Paul were helping as well. Mm. The terrible storm raged for many days, blotting out the sun and the stars until at last all hope was gone. No one had eaten for a long time. Finally, Paul called the crew together and said, Men, you should have listened to me in the first place and not left Crete. You would have avoided all this damage and loss, but take courage. None of you will lose your lives, even though the ship will go down. For last night, an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve stood beside me and said, Don't be afraid, Paul, for you will surely stand trial before Caesar. That's not really that great a, a promise, really, I guess. No. No. <laughs> it's, you, it's okay. You're not, not going to die, but you're still going to go to, you know, still yeah. go before Caesar. And yeah. die. And so, yeah. <laughs> what's more, God in his goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. So take courage, for I believe God. It will be just as he said, but we will be shipwrecked on an island. Mm. And the verse that, you know, like it was actually unusual that this jumped out, but um, just in my studies and stuff, it was God has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. And yeah. Just that challenge for us as Christians to think about the people that we're connected to. So Paul's yep. in this ship, yep. all sorts of people around, um, people that were good people, mm. people that were bad people. Mm. Like at one stage, the, the sailors later on in the story lowered out the lifeboat and said, oh, we're trying to slow the ship down, but their plan was to jump in and leave everyone to die on the ship. Yeah, But Paul actually spoke up again and the soldiers said, get the boats back in. Yeah, and as Paul said, if they go, we're not all going to be safe. Um, yeah, and and just how do we then relate as Christians to those around us that are in our boat? Are we interested in everyone in the boat being saved, mm. or are we just thinking about ourselves and it's a good our salvation? Question. Yeah, I know what the the right answer should be. Yep, <laughs> uh, I suspect that a lot of the time uh, that's not the answer that we give. Uh, mm. We would probably be keen to be starting to throw stuff overboard. To be honest, wouldn't yep. we? You know, like you know, <laughs> yep. not just gear. I'm talking people. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 true. Um, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's it's a it's a great challenge. It's a yeah, it's a good good yeah. message. So the first part, Matt, mm. um, with Paul, he he was amongst all these people. He gave his advice and then he left it. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know about you, but sometimes, you know, as, as a Christian, you know, hopefully the right thing, and it may not even just be as a Christian, but you want to speak into a situation, and when people don't listen to you, what's, what's your reaction? Um, well, I think the, fir- the first part is that you actually have to speak up. Yep. You know, there's a, there's a challenge in that as well, and in, in even to be in a situation and you know what you can see what's going on and you know what you need to say and not actually even say anything. Yep. So that's that's one part of it. But then, you know, how do you respond when you do say something and someone doesn't listen to you or whatever? Then, you know, a lot of the time it's, well, fine, then, you know, why why even bother? You just go off and do your thing and I'll, yep. I'll look after number one. And, and when things go in, bad for as you. As in myself, not God, <laughs> yep. you know, um, and, you know, I'll come and I'll come and laugh at you when things go horribly wrong. Yep, told you so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> looking, yeah, looking, looking for the opportunities there. Ha ha ha! See, yeah. I told you. So um, I think that, so. That, that was the first sort of message as as we're amongst the people that we're with. Um, you know, you will definitely be rejected, made fun yep. of, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But we sometimes have this tendency to think we've got to shove everything down everyone's throat, and and so Paul mm. gave his advice back then. Things went wrong. He did tell them, hey, you should have listened. But, you know, this is many, many days later that he actually spoke up again. Yeah. During that time, he had done some things um, for those people that, that we should be thinking about doing if we want to actually be concerned for everyone in the boat mm. so that everyone be saved. Um, the first was that he prayed prayed for them. Yeah. Right? So um, it's it's easy for us to forget that God might have placed us in a position that's sometimes really hard. So Paul's in the middle of a storm. Mm. Sometimes we're in hard workplaces. Sometimes we're not where we feel comfortable. But God is concerned for them. And really as a Christian, we are here only for that reason, for other people. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know we can enjoy life and stuff, but in, in reality, why does God leave Christians on earth rather than as soon as you're saved, he takes you away? Because we're here to help. Hmm. You know, we're hopefully going to be part of that ministry of reconciliation that that Jesus has called us to. Um, so the challenge to me and everyone else was like, who are you actually praying for? Do you pray for the people at your workplace that aren't saved? Do you pray for the people at your sports club that aren't saved? Hmm. Um, the people in your mother's group, your father's group, whatever. Yep. Parents' group whatever it might be, there's mm. people that you come in contact with every day, sometimes in hard situations for yourself. Yep. Where's your heart? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. ho- hopefully it's in that, in, in that space of, of, of being part of the, the journey and the work that God invites us to do. Um, you know, and there's a great, great challenge, again, just to, to recognize the fact that we are in situations where, where God wants to use us. Um, and it's not all about us being in, the perfect situation and having everything, you know, all rosy and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, I think sometimes there's this there's this attitude that we can fall into that, oh, I'm saved by God and I'm loved by him, therefore everything is going to be perfect yep. and I'm not going to have any struggle and I'm not going to have any turmoil and all of that kind of stuff. But but rather, you know, there's there's that reminder that, that God uses all things for his glory and for his purpose and for his good. Um, and just to be in that space of, of recognizing that, recognizing that, you know, you're gonna you're gonna find yourself in the midst of of the storm and in the turmoil mm. and and where people have got things going on and they you know they need you just to get alongside them and 
help them chuck stuff overboard yeah. in order to save themselves. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And and so I get, you know, great. I love the message. I wish you heard it probably on on Sunday. I'll have to go back mm. to the podcast. Yeah, yes, you will. And listen to the recording. Of you the, probably need of the two car trips to listen to it. Well, I'm dri- I'm driving <laughs> out this week. This is my last podcast for the year. A bit sad. Oh, yeah, uh, driving out this week, so I might have to just queue it up and mm. put it on and listen. Yeah, as I journey. That's it. But uh, no, no, awesome. Yeah, really so the prayer. Reminder. Do we pray yes. for those people? Do um, we, do we pray for those people? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't really answer your question, did I? No, but you sort of moved into the second point, which was oh. being there for people. Yeah. Serving. And them. I, I mean, I think part of prayer is part of that too. Mm. Like as as we're doing, we're actively doing things. I, I see that as a, a form of praying over yeah. people because I mean, you're thinking about them. You 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 know you you're working with them, but at the same time you hopefully recognizing what God is doing in their lives. And that mm. is a, you know, you're in communication with God as you're doing that as well. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And so we see Paul yep. serving there that he helped yep. throw the stuff off. He yep. was talking and, and helping them. And even when they got shipwrecked, it talks about the natives of the island of Malta being really kind, looking after them. They didn't speak the same language. Mm. But um, in that there, Paul gets bitten by a snake, shakes it off. And it's a poisonous snake. Um, yeah. Won't go into that story at the moment. But the reason that happened was he was collecting wood for the fire. Yeah. So, you know, again, that just shows this servant heart for people. And if we actually are going to be genuine about our Christianity, it always involves action. Mm. And even so far as like we're in a bad situation, but God says, love your enemies, do good to those that persecute you. Mm. How many of us in our workplaces or wherever we are, we're getting persecuted by someone and, and the temptation is to actually not yeah, serve them or absolutely. not do the best job because that's it, I'm going to show yeah. them, I'm not going to work for him, he's a horrible boss. Yeah. You know. Um, but this testing of attitude, because what we're doing is opening up opportunity uh, for, for conversation, for the hope that's in us. Mm. What is it about you that's different? Um, in saying all that, it's foolish to put yourself into a bad situation just for this reason. You need to have to know that it's ordained by God. Yeah. Uh, so there's no point putting your hand in the fire unless you have to. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you don't go out and seek it and uh, or put yourself in places that are of danger to you, um, mm. including places of temptation as well, you know, where where you're putting yourself in harm's way for no good reason. Yeah. Like, we want it to be ordained by God. So as we're in these places, is this where God wants us mm. um, at the moment? Paul was definitely meant to be there because he was on his way to Rome, as we saw, as we heard. And, yeah. and um, yeah, make sure that you're not just in a bad situation that you should get out of. Mm. But there are people in your boat. Yeah. Down through a storm that need saving. And so, yeah, we're praying for them. Um. When it comes to your family, in terms of that, it's the same thing. You know, your kids, you, you look and you, you sometimes wonder, well, how how can I bring them to Christ? I think there's some things we need to remember with that too. Number one is pray for them continually. Mm. Don't give up. How many people, you know, that I've heard testimony over the years where they say, my grandma prayed for me every day. At the age of 45, I was saved. Yeah. Things like that. Mm. You know, we can't determine God's timing in some of these things, you know, like um, his, we can't say God saved them now because we don't know what God's doing or how he's doing it. We can't Mm. even really say how he should save them, but we have to pray for them 
for their soul salvation with your kids. Yep. That means that your prayers are not geared around God, give them a good life. Mm. So here they were throwing cargo overboard. So Paul wasn't praying, help us keep the cargo. Yeah. Um, he wasn't even saying help the boat not fall apart. It was about being saved, you know, in yeah. the end. Yeah. And so we can make the mistake sometimes of thinking that, you know, we just got to pray for our kids that everything's good. No, we just pray for their salvation. And um, a, a saved person, the goodness of God, chases them according to psalm 23 anyway so yeah. you know that's what we're looking at um because there really is no reason you know we have to yeah we have to be hungry to be saved and sometimes some people just need to go through that valley um secondly matt mm. our example how important is that in terms of our witness well it's very important you know i mean i think there's as long as it's genuine yeah, that's. I guess that's what it's going to be. It can't be a can't be all show. Mm. You know, it's it's got to be. It's and 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 people will very quickly pick up whether it's genuine or not. Anyway, yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, we we read in this story how how Paul was, has told him not to go, and then you know he doesn't throw it back in their face and mm. sit like what we were talking about before. You know, he doesn't yep. sit back and and laugh at him when it goes horribly wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. You know, I think it, I think it is just being genuine about, you know, uh, who who God is and and what He's done in our lives and trusting in Him and actually showing that and and you know, enabling people to see what God is doing in our own lives that then impacts and you know helps them to recognise who God is as well. Like yep. yeah, just I guess that being being that example is so so important and you know. We all, again, we all make mistakes and all that kind of stuff as well. So I think there's that that challenge not to be trying to put on a show and mm. make it make it perfect, but just be genuine and honest yep. and open about who you are and who God's made you to be. And yep. And so you also, well, you, I guess you're um, giving an example of good behaviour. You're also giving an example of repentance and forgiveness in your life as well aren't you yeah yeah, yeah. like i said you're not perfect um no and interestingly like um same even with your kids you know like when when he finally spoke up again he said man you should have listened in the first place you wouldn't have not all these things would have gone wrong mm. but in between he didn't harp on and on about it now no. as parents sometimes <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what you're talking about now. <laughs> But you know you you can see your kids making mistakes, yeah, and it's really hard to bite your tongue sometimes, but you know you have to obviously say, guys, if you go down this path, this is going to happen, but yeah, at some stage, there's this like if people are going to not listen, they're not going to listen, no, and, that's right, and um, but there will be a time when when it's all seen, but then you're like, and why we bleed so much for our kids is because we don't want them to be hurt, right? yeah, yeah, oh absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Damaged and lost. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I like the answer that he gave there. And and this is important too, you know, because if, if we think about, you know, witnessing to people, I guess even to our kids, mm. he says, yeah, look, there's a lot of damage and loss, but be of good courage. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Put that behind you. Guess what? God is the answer. Mm. And being able to bring that at the right time. Um, when the opportunity arises is yeah. really important. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. I just think the challenge really was, guys, think about your workplace. Yeah. Think about 
the people you're in contact with, who's in your boat. Yeah. God's given you the responsibility to be the light, the salt in that situation. Yeah. And also to pray for them. And I think, you know, if I think about prayer for people that aren't saved, you know, I don't think we do it very well, to be honest. No. I don't know if you do personally, like, do you pray oh, for everyone around I'm you? fantastic. To people be in your basketball team? I, I mean, I, I try to. I yeah. Could, yeah I, but, you know, we all we all drop the ball, I'm sure. But, yeah. you know, um, yeah, it's so, I think it's so important that we are in that place of of recognising those that are in the boat. I think it's a great mm. reminder to be, you know, thinking about those those people we have contact with, those that yep. are in our workplaces, in our sporting clubs, in our friend circles, yep. you know, um, and be actively pl- praying for them and being being a part of of life. Yes, with them, being, I like gen- that. being yeah, genuine, yeah. genuine, you know, yeah. genuine in that. Um, so not doing it for any reason other than love. Correct. Yeah, yeah. No, I like that, Matt. That's good. That's good. And yeah, like for myself, it's that challenge to just remind, get back to prayer, get back yeah. to prayer, because ultimately it's God that saves. Yeah. And He will like. I always notice as soon as I start praying and all of a sudden there's all these opportunities come up mm. and you're like, well, mm. was I just not looking before or <laughs> has God now created something because I'm actually yeah. putting putting yeah, some prayer it. into it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Great. That's good, man. Any other comments, Matt? I think that's just, and, and in, in conjunction with, with that praying for people and, and then seeing the opportunities is actually to have the, the courage. Mm. To, to step into that and actually to speak yep. the truth, but to speak in love and to speak yep. with grace, um, you know, yep. not the, ha-ha, I told you so, yeah. but to, <laughs> yeah. you know, to walk, again, walk with people and, and yep. just, yeah, doing doing life with people, recognising mm. that God can, can use the relationships that you've got. Um, yep. You know, you are, you are unique, yep. I think is the thing that comes to mind. You are unique and God can use your uniqueness and the relationships that you have Mm. in a particular way yeah um, and so just be encouraged in that that god's going to yeah. put you in places where you have that opportunity and just to, to speak with courage and to speak with boldness mm. but to speak in truth and to speak in love yeah and not be ashamed of your christianity i think that's no. the other thing is that's like right. paul wasn't ashamed yeah break up bread offered thanks to god yeah in front of everyone yeah and you know he wasn't trying to do it to show off he's just saying hey this no. is my faith that's it and we needn't be ashamed of that because while we get, you know, teased, whatever, mm. um, it's happened in my life, I know, for sure. Yep. Yep. But at the same time, God then has turned that around yep. um, at the right time. Um, and for sure, I've spoken up when I shouldn't have and haven't spoken when I should have, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just doing the best I can in Jesus. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I like what you said about, when you're starting to talk about, you know, doing life together, relational. Yep. Um, and, you know, we can't afford to think we're better than people mm. and that we won't associate with them outside of what we have to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, that inviting inviting life is pretty important. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Good job. Awesome. All right, Matt, thank you. Have a, have a great holiday, mate. I will. And uh, we'll get on Mer- to our... Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Mer- I don't like the word merry. What is... Happy. Happy. Have a great... Joyous. Have a great Christmas. Joyous Christmas. Enjoy your Christmas. All until we... Bon Noel. Until we hear our voices again. Yes. And when we finally get to our 100th episode. 
Yeah, it's, it's coming. It's got to be, hopefully, 2023 is the year yeah. of the 100th. Nice. Nice. Excellent. All right, see ya. See ya.